0: Hi everyone. Let's see. Okay. Start video. Here we go. All right. Now we got it. <laughs> Always something new. I try. Hi Chayla, Nice to see you. And Agnes and Margaret. Hi. And Eladora. So nice. And Teresa and uh, Jane. Hi everyone. I'm going to go ahead and unmute you all for a second. I can't hear you. Maybe I need to turn my uh, phone up or my thing here. Why don't you go ahead and unmute yourself? I want to make sure that I can hear you.
1: Hi, Margaret.
0: Hi, Margaret. How are you doing? Good, good. Good. Hi, Eladora. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Nice. And then Teresa, how are you doing? Very good. Thank you. Good. And then Chela, how are you doing? I'm great. Good. So nice to see you again. I know. Nice to see you too. Uh, you know, did I tell you that uh, with my rock sand? I think I told you with my rock sand and sea glass class, I showed them some of the work that you did because it's just oh, outstanding. No, you didn't. Okay, so now we have some students in here that have taken my um, rock sand and sea glass, and Chayla has been in some of the previous courses, and she's a biolog- marine biologist. Is that your official? That's right. Called? Yeah. And um, she's done some outstanding work. So, if you are in that rock, sand, and sea glass, or you can just go ahead and look her up. So, uh, Chayla, why don't you say your last name for everybody so they can take a look at what you've done?
2: Sure. My last name is Zabin, Z A B I N. And you can see some of my work um, on my website, which is Sea Beauty Studio. It's C-beauty? C-beauty, Sea Beauty? Sea Beauty, S E A Studio. Um, it needs it badly needs updating but you can see something so i know about that (laughs) yeah cbeautystudio.com okay good good i'll go ahead yeah i can read my
0: own writing later yeah i'll uh i'll put that down and maybe share it with the facebook group too
2: yeah
0: sounds good and hi Agnes. how are you doing
2: hi well i haven't done any painting for a while (laughs) nice Wife you here, so interested, and want to see what you're doing today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Thank and then we have Jane know. and Lizzie. And hi, Jane, how are you doing?
3: Uh, I'm well, thank you. Yes, yes. I was in the sea glass um, workshop also. I loved
0: it. Oh, so then you saw Kayla's work too. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So now you actually get to put a face to her work. It's amazing. <laughs> and then, uh, Lizzie, we have you muted right now. So if you want to unmute yourself, you can. And Shelly, and oh, yeah. how are we? So we're. it's three o'clock. So, hi, Renee. Nice to see you. So we're going to go ahead and get started since
3: it's three
0: now. I'm going to go ahead and open up the chat box. And if anybody wants to um, go ahead and... Uh, chat or raise your hand. Hi, Mary Allison. You can. Hi. Go. Nice to see you and Susan and Julie and Helen. Oh, I feel like Miss Nancy. Always do. So, um, first of all, I really want to extend my heart and out to everybody in Southern California that's going through this horrific fire. It's just another We Like we had the Northern California fires and now we have the Southern California ones. So, uh, you know, it's just so new. I just wanted to say you are all in my thoughts. Who's ever in that area. So, um, I also have one son that's down there too. And I'm a little worried, you know, you just think about that. So, um, I want to tell you what I've been up to. Okay, let's go ahead and mute you uh, yourselves, unless you have a question, and then uh, that way we won't hear any background noise. And let's see, I also wanted to say, um, it's my son's birthday today. That's why my other son's birthday. So that was one reason why I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do the meeting, and I had the kids the other day, but... um, With my older son, I gave him a card. I just have to share this with you. So I gave him a card. And what happened was he said, uh, Mom, you don't need to do that. You don't need to give me any money. And uh, I said, well, part of it was from my older granddaughter. She went shopping with me, and the other one was a little bit of cash, so I felt better giving him something. You know, I don't know what to give him. And and I said, how about just saying thank you? And he, instead of him like, no, no, no. And I said, look, your other choice was we were going to get you a, a guinea pig. <laughs> so so and they already have a guinea pig and a hamster. And the hamster keeps getting out and going places in the house, like in the duct work and all that. So anyway, he's lucky not to get a guinea pig. So uh, another one. All right. And then... Um, Let's see, I've been doing some work for artist magazine for watercolor artist magazine they're going to include me in their 25th anniversary of uh, Over over 25 years and to see the development so it'll be a, not a very large article But it'll be in that and when that comes out and I've been Like you all know my story about this uh, Invisible book that I've been working on forever. It seems like so you know it's just amazing they get it to me like right now and then they said can you have this part edited by Sunday?" <laughs> so, like how am I gonna do that anyway that's what I've been working on just so you know and along with some other things which I'm going to share with you and um, what uh, before I forget let me show you because I will forget these things if I don't have them open here is that I have a course. I can't find it here. One is that I'm doing holiday discount, uh, Well, holiday gift certificates. So let me show you what they look like. And let's uh, see, I think you can see them. Let me go over here and reduce the size of this. All these little boxes come up that I don't want in the way. And that doesn't seem to be going to that. There we go, gonna go ahead and do this. All right, so you can just, just so you know what I have. So this is um an, the, uh, if you go onto my site, in fact, I'm gonna go ahead and go on there really quickly just so I can show you something first. Oh, uh, Let's see, I'm gonna go, because there's two things I want to show you there on my teaching site, so you could easily access it. And, let me get into this. And let's see. I'm gonna to try to view this as a because there's just something I wanted to show you. And I had it open, and I don't know why it's not open right now. Anyway, there's two things. Um, okay, there's this and I don't think I'm going to be that successful of course there's always something that's going wrong when I do it anyway one is it's not showing up or here they go it's showing up right here okay it's something here where you can see the gift certificates right here and I have prices on I don't know how to get back to it but anyway if you're interested you can always go back to my um, class and I have a course that I'm creating for children and I also am posting those videos on YouTube right now and let's see we don't have uh, I had them all open and of course it just changes I just can't Mm -hmm. believe that so that's okay then we're not going to go ahead and focus on it but If you have seen those little, I'll send an email out to everybody about those so you can actually see them. But what my goal was just to use a really simple set like this. And I showed everybody last week. um, Because the kids won't even know that they're learning some adult techniques in this. That's what I really like about it. So there's this little one of the snowman that's also on YouTube. And then there is this little one of a simple little Christmas tree, and it's it's just amazing to do this with the kids. And then, Uh, then like uh, we have this.
3: I I think we need to uh, mute somebody. I'm sure it's okay. I think I got her.
0: See, that's why you don't want to have your microphone on so anyway the point is with those I had so much fun I ended up going with my uh, I was taking care of my grandkids and my six-year-old or she's not six she's 11 in the sixth grade and you know how funny they get they don't want to have anything to do with anybody in a way they're too cool or trying to find their way and so what ended up happening was I played the video, and just to see her face just transform, and what it was is like, she said, is that you? That that doesn't sound like you, and I said, well, why not, and she said, because you're so calm, <laughs> and as you know, in the videos, I have a different voice, and I really am much more animated than what you actually See in the uh, videos. So then there were some other kids that came over, and all of a sudden they just wanted to join in. And this little three-year-old asked me, "Goes, are you the babysitter?" And I said, "No, I'm. I'm not. I'm the grandma." And they go, and he says, "Do you babysit?" (laughs) So I just loved that, and and that's why I am actually in the mode of creating courses for the kids, especially for the holidays right now. All right, so then that's enough of that. And then what I'd like you to do, um, oh, thank you, Mary, thank you very much, I appreciate that. Mary saw the YouTube video on the snowman. I just, I really love doing this. So what I'd like you to do in the chat box, if you can write like a yes or no answer, what I'm curious about Um, There's a couple things. I'm going to ask you two questions. And one is, do you like having the the lessons open up uh, in a timely manner? Or would you rather have them open up all at once? So you can do the yes, let's do the yes and no answer for would you rather have them all open up in once? Okay, and because I want to see. Thank you, Mary. That's good to know. And Laura. Okay. And Susan would like them all of them. Okay. So that is good for me to know. And you can continue all at once. Yes. All right. I just want to kind of get uh, uh, an idea. And that would help me because there's a couple reasons why I do it. And your, your comments right here really help me. There's, One reason is so you don't jump too far ahead. And then the other is that I know where you're at. And then when I can do a course meeting, I don't want you to jump ahead. I want you to do your lessons, submit them. And then what we'll do is go through them. So like this week, what we're going to do is go to the current lesson. And then, which are the two, the looking up and the dramatic clouds. And then for anything else that was submitted later, what I'll do is go ahead and take a look at that after. So that way, um, because we've already done that, and so let's go on to the new stuff, and then we can always go back to the old stuff. And and you can always work at your own pace. And like I said before, you can always join back in in another meeting, in a future meeting, if that's what works. But your feedback really helps me. All right. And then what I'd So we have a lot to cover today. I don't even know if I'll be doing a demonstration, but um, one thing I wanted to do, if there's time at the end that I was gonna start maybe working on or I'll wait for another time on, Turning a photograph into the painting just so you can see like I'd like to work with your pictures So you can see how I would interpret them. So like I said, I don't think there's really going to be a lot of time today for that but um, I thought I also thought well, maybe what I would do is just have uh, like an open meeting, kind of a pop-up meeting, and just work that and then uh, do that demonstration and then you'd be able to see it as a recording. So anyway, I just have ideas all the time. So, all right, so we covered that and I showed you the little cards and I'm gonna go back to showing you those gift certificates really fast so I can close that window out. And what this is, actually Agnes inspired me on this she uh, had a gift that she wanted to give hey did you give it Agnes Oops. wait a second I can't hear you wait ah, I can't hear you okay well maybe it'll unmute itself darn it I don't know why that's happening so okay, okay. Agnes can you hear me nope All right, anyway, the point was, Agnes inspired it. So you don't have to say anything. And what this is is so you can give a a gift or somebody can give you a gift of a course and it's lifetime access and it's interactive like you already know, just to give you an idea of what these are like. So I'm gonna go ahead and get off of that. And then, where we were working with blending that color around and i know chayla had a a question that i want to address in a little bit too is that um actually let's see here i wonder if i can get on to this here uh of course my little camera gets so fussy all these little technical problems i mean i can hold it up but there we go okay What I would like to do is show you that you can, let's go ahead and like with that blending technique, I've got the camera so far over here. So you could actually create just some foundation paintings just like that, just moving the water and color around like this and have them ready for future paintings. And this one here is just using that blending of color that we've already done and working with values. Actually, this one was inspired by the White Sands Desert. So if you're going to do depth as we get into uh, some of the uh, upcoming lessons, what you'll see is we want to think about the lightest values in the distance, and then as you come forward, well, this is a lighter value here, but that's the White Sands Desert but actually the lightest value in the distance, medium value, and you gradually get darker as you come into the foreground. That's what we traditionally do. And then here is just another one of using a background. This little thing happened, which some of you will recognize in your own paintings, was because the yellow and the water was crawling, this was dry, and it was moving over towards that that magenta area just another foundation, I don't know what that is, just things we could do. I might do this, I'd like to do it if we can uh, find some time. And then again, using one of those foundations, like creating a very simple painting here, actually this one has to do with fog. And the same idea, just using some different values in here, some darker values. I'm going to go ahead and change this. All right, so you don't see my messy table over here. Before we really get going here, does anybody have any questions? Let's see, we have some things in the um, uh, chat box. Let's see if there's, that everybody works at their own pace. And that um, somebody would like to know what the schedule is for every week. All you do is you work at your own pace, so where we are, oh, let's let's see, did I have the course open up? I know, well, anyway, look at the course, and what isn't open is where you are right now. So right now, you're actually in the dramatic clouds and looking up, and then I don't remember what comes next. I think it's uh, before the storm. Then, let's see, I like them open at a set time, step at a time so I can practice a bit before you go on to the next. But again, you can always work at your own pace. So this is what I think I'll suggest you do, is if you want the course open up all access to you, contact me, send me an email, and I will open it up. And so you can work the whole course now if you want to. Otherwise, but I will stay with the the um the way i have the course laid out as to far as, far as what i'm going to review at that time and let's see that mary likes the idea of everybody proceeding at the same the same pace i do too but not that's not how it really goes everybody likes to have um uh, have a little more access and Agnes I see that my voice is not connected is that it's not connected with my mouth I think at this time maybe I guess it's the internet and let's see you love the idea of uh, putting a painting Let's see you love the idea of a photo to painting class yeah that would be nice either that or what I was going to try to do is do it at this course but I do like the separate idea of doing it and in fact some of those lessons later on in the course or what we have done by taking some of the photos that were in the photo reference bank and then uh, interpreted them into paintings now i've been blabbing away for quite a while now does anybody have a question and also Chayla, i know you, i couldn't understand I- exactly what you were asking about your painting or because i never saw it
2: so can you unmute yourself and tell me what what you were yeah so in the in the video what you say is what you do is you lay down some water at the top of the painting then you put the blue over it and then you soften the edge of it Um, and then the next thing in the video is you putting the orange paint down at the bottom and even with that paint really wet it doesn't move very far onto the dry paper so what I realized was and that's the thing that confused
0: me when you said dry yeah. paper. You, you well, mean that because it's a big, it's a big white area, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not really dry, right?
2: Well, I guess it isn't. I I figured out that it it couldn't be, even though you didn't say I think that it's wet all the way down. You didn't show that step, and but then I realized after trying it that way and that it wouldn't move no matter what. That okay. that there has to be that the that the wet area that's below the blue extends down so that when you put the orange on, it comes up into it. Okay. Once I I figured that out, I would think I was being very literal, like really, because you you are a scientist. (laughs) I was trying to do it exactly the way that you were saying to do it. So anyway. Oh, you know, you've taken some of my
0: classes, the live classes, you know that it's quite possible not Mm -hmm. the right word will come out of my mouth. It may be in my head, but it won't come out my mouth. So what I'm thinking about is I can show you a a quick demonstration. Would that be helpful?
2: Um, You know, after I figured out that it had to be damp, I went back and and redid it. And one of the challenges that I'm having is working in a house that's heated by wood stoves. It is is so dry. It's insanely dry in the house. And so I'm having to use even more water and dealing with the paper getting drier much faster than it would be if it was raining out. How about misting the back of it?
0: You know, you could mist the back of it or mist... The back of the paper? Yeah, you can get the hockey brush, so that way it'll stay uh, damp longer. So that should be helpful for you. And uh, because... also, um, I just had I, had, I was in Tucson and had lots of problems with the paper. And then I ended up contacting Arches a, in France and the distributor here and didn't get a reply back. And I, I just had a miserable time with it. So I don't know,
2: is it new paper? Is it a new batch of paper for you? Me? Yeah. No, I, I think it really is the really extreme dryness. Job. Yeah. So just keep the
0: back a little damp. So back and then okay. front if you need to
2: yeah
3: okay
0: and then Achela oh they're asking if you could actually in the chat box if everybody can see the chat why don't you go ahead and write that down so let's put what, it in when we um when I put the live meet or when I put the recording up we can never see the uh chat it, it just doesn't go up so I don't know why but I don't think all right so then as uh, uh, a said, a demo would help okay so you know what I think I my plan is I am going to go ahead and start looking at some of those paintings first and then we'll go into some of those um, softer blendings and then I'll do a demonstration at the end because maybe it'll all make sense at that time the time so let's go ahead and do that and I'm going to go ahead and um, we're going to go start with the clouds and I'll get this I always have so many little windows open it's hard to find them through all these these uh, things here and all these little windows one over there all right okay so my idea here is that I'm not necessarily going to go ahead and probably because everybody's already pr- pretty much getting a response from me and critique what I'm going to go through and just say what's working and let's take a quick look at them so okay so let's take a look at all first all right somebody needs to mute your microphone so I'm going to go ahead take a look Make sure that your microphone's muted. Otherwise, we're going to hear your background conversation, which you won't want. So let me go back here. And I'm I'm thinking I can take a quick
3: look and see. Okay, everybody looks like they're muted. And I won't say who it is if
0: I find you. (laughs) All right. All right, so let's go back to the clouds. All right, okay, so let's start up here. I just want you all to see how different they are. So we're just going to go ahead and take a quick look at them. And then I'm really going to try not to spend a ton of time dissecting them right now because uh, there's so much to look at. Okay, so starting with this one, let's go ahead and start here. And what it looks like is that you came in, you have really rich, intense color, which is good, but I do think that you should play a little bit with different values because I think you go very light or very dark. So I think you could play a little bit more with medium uh, tone values. So right here, for instance, if I look at this or if I look up here and here, you have a heavily pigmented brush, and it doesn't give you a lot of play uh, to work with within that range of value. So just work or just play with that. You've got some wonderful soft edges through here too. And with the um, granulation that happens with the French Ultramarine Blue and Burnt Sienna, if you don't like it, you can always go ahead and hit it with a hairdryer and it'll flatten the color because it just keeps it moving. Now, I like the granulation actually, and I love these little areas, but I think it would be better if you don't come in uh, too heavily pigmented so fast. Now here I think that you're using like a phthalo blue and that actually stains the paper and makes it a little challenging actually very challenging because you um, it'll stain it so it's being difficult difficult to lift and You can see how intense your color is right here. It also looks like you're using 140 pound paper because of the warp in there. There's nothing wrong with any of these. I just want you to know why you're getting the results that you're getting. And that's why we have this particular painting. There's no focal point. What it is is just learning the medium, the amount of water, and the amount of pigment on the brush and mix. And this is a little challenging to see. I don't think, it's not the same one. I first thought it was the same one. Now we also want to be be careful about not having a really dark color in the center and that goes for the last painting too. like right here the reason being is that that can end up looking like a hole which we don't want so just be really careful in doing that now here again heavily pigmented but it would be nice if you had a variation like see this this actually gives for all of us it gives us a lot more dimension and depth by having a variation in these values And you have some wonderful edges through here, which I think work very nicely. And I do think the sky is a little um, heavily pigmented, so I would have had a little more water in the palette. And my concern by having it so heavily pigmented is if we look at this and that area, this can dry faster than that because this light value here, lighter value, is showing us, and we can also tell you've got a lot of water here but you have so much water in this area and it's beginning to crawl and create a cauliflower effect in the color here, which is fine for clouds, but I just want you to know why you're getting the results that you're getting. And then this is nice through here, I like that edge, and I especially like this area here, these two spots. And then here you did a lot of lifting out, which is good, and let's see it looks uh you've got you did the exercise beautifully you've done a great job lifting the color out i think it seems like you would have had a lot of fun doing this and you know it's really just playing with the water and color. so you're right on target and here again be careful with the big dark color in the center because then boom that's all we're going to see so this has a nice variation in the values through here and so for the earlier paintings if this helps if you can see how by having that lighter value and transition into that medium to darker value right up there, then your eye actually travels more. That dark color and that hard edge stops the eye. Okay, this is, uh, you can tell the amount of water on here. You've got the right idea. So you're, you're doing a good job right through here. Great, good job. And then this one turned out really nice. I really like having the darker color along the bottom like this. And that really gives us like an edge of a cloud feel. And then you move over into the next cloud and then off into the distance. So this was really designed nicely. And then this one I love too, that use of gray through here and that little bit of gray and how she kept the darker value down on the bottom, he or she did. So I think that this is very successful. So those were beautiful paintings. Are there any questions here before I move on to anything? You can also do it on the chat if you want. Let's see, make sure that I have my chat box up. And I don't think, uh, yeah, we didn't get any more there. All right. Then let's stop the share there, and then go into. Let's see, we're going to go into those dramatic clouds. Now, I would imagine there should be quite a few of you that may have uh, questions on this. Let me just expand the window for that. Ugh, trying to expand it and it. Ugh, just showing me one thing after another, but not what I want.
3: There we go. Okay, so let's take a look. Let's start at the top. And then
0: let's take a look at all of them first. I'm gonna move something around here. So let's look at all of these. We have a chat, so let me see. Uh, And then, Margaret, if you just added it while the meeting was happening, I cannot uh, access it right now because I have, that's another thing. If you're going to submit some work, really try to have it in the night before or the morning of because I have to consolidate everything into files and then do it. So I'm really sorry, Margaret. Okay. All right. Thanks. But I'll go ahead and get back to you on, at least I should, you might need to remind me that, that I didn't review your painting in here. So, uh, and if possible, I'll see if I can get to it. All right. So, I mean, for the meeting, I don't know. We'll see. All right. So let's continue to just take a look at them. Just kind of take a look and see how different they all are all different but using the same basic ideas okay so i'm going to go ahead and go to the top mm-hmm. and let's start here let's expand this so we can actually see our painting now i am thinking i'm looking at the paper and i'm looking at the deckled edge and i'm wondering if that is actually arch's paper or i like the white border here but that is such a big deckle on the edge and the surface looks a, di- a slightly different texture. It doesn't matter, that part doesn't matter. But it, what happens is uh, the paper can dry differently and it can make it really challenging for you to get a soft blended color. Like if you can't get what you want, it may not be you. It may be the particular uh, paper so what I what we see here is that you've got some nice blending through here and then the color crawled here and you've got the hard edges so what i'm thinking is that you went ahead this is a base color you probably went ahead and put that in and then you're you have that soft blending underneath and then having the hard lines through here which is fine we can use that sometimes especially in a watercolor but with the hard edge, just remember that your eye goes to that hard line. Just like your eye is going to focus on this, if it's very soft, your, uh, you just kind of enter the painting, and with that hard line, it stops it, and then uh, it just looks at it. Like right now, since those clouds are basically the same color as our silhouette, that's really what we, it stands out. It doesn't flow as well. It's very dramatic and stylized and really interesting on its own. But, and I don't like to say there is any one, one way or right way or wrong way, because it's all individual. I just want you to help you get the results that you want. And so what I would have done, if I'm putting those hard or that color in, I would actually think lean more towards the darker purple and not as dark as this, and I wouldn't have, I think you worked a large section all at one time, so I think you went in and put stripe, 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 and then it dries, and then you can't move it. So we want to work with smaller sections, and then if you can't get to those larger areas or the areas that you want let the whole painting completely dry and then come back in and work on those other sections. And how you would do that would be once it dries, you would come back in with water and then work this another section, clean water, and then just reapply and do exactly the same thing that you did in another area. Maybe I can show you a demonstration on that. I wonder if I can show you. with I. Well, we'll see if I can do that because I'm, Anyway, talking to myself again. <laughs> All righty, And then here, I love what you did. It's not, um, it's not really smooth blending, but I think this has a lot to do with your paper. It looks like you've got a very soft sized surface. And why I'm saying that is that the texture looks a little different over here. And if you have a softer sized paper, what can happen is the color can soak right into it. A lot of times it'll have internal sizing and not necessarily external sizing. So if it soaks in, you are not able to get that soft blending that you may want. Even though this is gorgeous, you may want to have that softer blending. And if that's your goal, you need a paper with a harder sizing on it. Okay. And then here you've got a good amount of water on here and this, little area, I've already mentioned this to the artist, is that uh, when you were dipping your brush in the pigment in your palette, it was a little too, well, it can be heavily pigmented, but you need to make sure that you really blend it well so you don't have like a glob of paint in there. So just be careful with that. And why I think that uh, they asked, they th- I think they said that they thought their color was getting a little muddy. So when you have like a blue and an orange or a yellow next to each other, it can easily get muddy. So that's why when I apply my color, I like to have like a blue along the top, leave a white space, and then have the orange. And then it'll naturally transition and look like it's together, but it's really not. It just migrates to get semi together. Now this is really pretty through here. So that was very nice. And again, I think this this is the paper, different type of paper. I'm thinking if there is, uh, I don't see a watermark on it, but you've got nice rich color. But again, you're not able to get that soft flowing color. And I think it's because it's the paper surface. But I do love what you did. I love the abstractness of this. And then here, I think you did a very nice job on your silhouette. Good job with your background color in there. Skies do look like this. And let's go ahead and I want to see it a little smaller. I think I suggested to the artist here that they stand back from the painting because when we're on top of it so long, we can't see it. We need to reduce the size of what you're doing or step away. Another thing you can do is take a picture of it in your camera and then you'll see it in a reduced size so like if I look at it like this I'm a little bit concerned about this giant shape being so much of the same color so we've got our dark color here the color right here and here and here so we've got if we don't think about our dark silhouette right now we've got light and you do have different colors and I'm thinking about the values So. I, I mean, you're you're really good. I'm just thinking, do we need to have a little more of the different values through there? But this, oops, this would be better if it wasn't as big. Or you know, just had a little more variation right in there. And again, be very careful when you get those dark, dark colors because they're not gonna be exactly the same color as the silhouette. Now this turned out nice. I love what you've done here with the fence post and the wire. And I think that this tree is interesting behind the post. I'm not necessarily sure if I would have added the tree there or maybe moved it over a little bit. And um, let's see, with your color, I think that, I think again that you were suggesting that you thought maybe your color was muddy. You've got, again, skies do look like that. Now if the artist is here and they want to say something or ask a question, they can. That goes for anybody when I'm working on uh, or looking at your painting.
4: The the thing that you said was a tree is actually supposed to be growing on that fence post, but uh, clearly I didn't get that across. (laughs) (laughs) So what would be growing on the
0: fence post that is?
4: It's like a weed that comes up and wraps around the post. Okay,
0: okay. Well I think why that happens is, let's take a look at that for a second. Uh, let's see if I can get into my little tools that don't seem to be coming down today. I don't know why that's happening. There we go. So I wonder if we had, so if this was your, uh, okay, this is your fence post and this is growing on top of, uh, on it. Maybe what you could have done is had just a few little lighter values not necessarily this color but if you break up the post with a little bit of a hard line then your eye starts to read oh that's a kind of part of it at least that's what i would be thinking does that help you at all absolutely thank you okay and then since we have that all right i think also that we get very uh i'm looking at your little brush strokes through here and I think I'd, I'd like to get you away from some of those or you're, because you're using a small brush. So we can do a lot with just suggesting. I also think that your pigment, I like what you've done. But I think that we want to, of course, we want to make it better. And you you're doing a great job with your detail here. But I used to do this too, have just a little too much pigment. You've got great, rich color. But... If you wanted this to stand out, then this should have been maybe a little lighter back here. Let's see if we can do that. So it's
4: my reference. The whole front was so dark that you couldn't see any of the details. So I probably either should have made it darker or or more detailed.
0: Well, then you were very successful, really, honestly. Okay, so look, if I go ahead and. you know, I wish there was a way I could really add a big blob color, but I'm just trying to change that value a little bit so it's not the same as that branch there or that tree. So either this would be a little lighter because the lighter color is going to come forward. That's what I don't like about what I've just done here. I just wanted you to see this, but I couldn't go any darker. So let's see if we could... Just soften a little oh let's see if we could even just soften a little bit of that up. And you want to be careful with too much detail through there and the pigment. Does that does that help you at all? Or do you have a question that, that I could help you with? No, I think that's
4: great. That that does help me think about it differently. Thank you.
0: Okay, and then you tell me about this area up here. You were concerned that your colors were getting muddy? I was.
4: I just have a hard time figuring out when the paper is exactly the right amount of damp to put in the next layer without getting feathers or blooms.
3: You know,
0: well, all of that really has to do too with moving your paper. I think I suggested that to you, didn't I? Just about keep your paper moving? Yeah, I think you did. Okay, I'm thinking, I'm I'm just thinking how can I show it to you physically, you know? All right, so let's see if we come back to this. Okay. All right, Is and that's, is that good enough for now? Oh, more than good enough, thank you.
4: Don't spend any more time. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay, let's see if we move on. All right, now for this one here, we can see it's, I think it's a different kind of uh, paper because we've got a really hard edge like that. And of course, there's that cut edge. Let's take a bigger look at this here. All right, so, The pigment is a little too heavy. She's coming in too heavily handed. And the brush is really big. They might even be using a 20 or a 30 brush with the pigment and coming on, applying it. And that's why you're not getting a a flow to the stroke. They're all kind of the, uh, the same size. So we want to be careful with that. We don't want them to be the same size. And now let's say they... Let's say the paper's wet, you've got the color down, and um, you've got this. So, what you can do while it's still damp is um, just tilt the paper and lift it and try to move that color. And I think they actually tried to do that, and it looks to me like, and I can't remember their comment, but it looks like they tried to spray it. Because uh, the little dots through here and so it's just not moving the way they'd like but if your color is too heavily pigmented and you're adding a little bit of color you're actually like little spray bottles can uh, they work well but depending on the spray bottle they can create stars like I use a fingertip spray bottle I'm I'm looking for one right here let's see here I am, I can't find the one that I would want to use. I don't think I have it right here. Yes, okay. All right. So right here, I've got a little fingertip spray bottle. I got this one from Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm going to try to go back into this. Okay, this one from Bed Bath & Beyond. And then this one is from Holbein. Now the Holbein one, this is going to give me a lighter mist. So. I would have never thought that the spray bottle is really going to make that much difference. You're just thinking you're getting water on the surface, but that's going to give you a finer mist and add more water. And if you need to, you can spray it more. Now, this one, if your surface is drying and you're putting this on, you can easily get stars and little white dots. And then sometimes people come in with a giant bottle because they're thinking, yeah, you can do that. Well, you can't. I'm looking at one right now. And you can, but just be aware. That your spray bottle can make a difference in your painting too. So let's go back to what we were looking at. And I want to make sure that I'm not missing anybody on the chat. Let's see. Okay, let's see. Um let's see, is there a way to go back and fix this sort of issue? I think is Sue, are you talking about this here? If you want to go ahead and well, I'll, I'll see what I can do with another painting. Well, um,
1: just okay. where you were talking about that these these areas are close together and it's the same size. Can you go back in with one of the the large brushes?
2: Is this brushes? your, your painting? Is this no, sewer?
1: I was just wondering when you because I you know we've all had this issue. But is there a way to go back in with this brush? You know okay. to um re it some and move yeah. it out or,
0: or be, are you beyond that at this point i always think that you can do something with it you know so mm-hmm. what you could do is i would go if i really wanted to change it i might go back in with clean water and go over a large area you like i'm thinking okay if i don't want to muddy up my yellow i might wet this whole area right here mm-hmm. and it, it'll take a little a little work it mm-hmm. would you know so but there are ways to work with it Okay. So, and nice to see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made it. Well, <laughs> all right. So then this one turned out very beautiful. This is very nice. We've got um th- that nice uh, dramatic sky, nice path through the clouds. Good job with your silhouette. And the glow right through here is very nice. You did an excellent job in here. Very tricky. It's almost... Um, this was not an easy painting for me. Just so you know, it's not easy. And then here, uh, I think you're using the fallow blue and that can again stain the paper. And right here, very heavily pigmented. And I think that you've all done such an amazing job. I just want to acknowledge that too, because I think a lot of you have gone ahead and have increased the size of your painting. You can let me know you, maybe you're painting that big, but The idea of this was to take that color and blending and just push yourself into not being afraid and going into a larger size painting, and you were all successful with that. Now, what we're doing right now is just really breaking it down so you can actually get what you might be trying to. And like I said, this is a very tough one, and it was tough for me too. So so you're all doing great beautiful blending through there nice silhouette and it's a it's like a very early morning sky or late afternoon or evening it's beautiful all right and here you've got actually this kind of reminds me of the uh, northern lights even though i've never seen them but from the pictures i've seen and i think i mentioned to the artist here like what's happening is that they didn't take the brush and mix it really well in the palette because little chunks of color hid in the brush and so we just need to be careful with that and when i'm looking at this and this this goes for all of us play with the amount of pressure on your brush so like press and lift let's see if i can show you press and lift don't try to have an even stroke all the way along kind of have the brush dance in your hand okay and then here all right, we've got a beautiful uh, background here, wonderful blending through here. And, you know, it's actually a very uh, uh, interesting, well, it's interesting, but it's also maybe perhaps like a, a, a place that I don't know because the clouds are so different. And so now I'm going to imagine that what you are trying to do with this is have these dark clouds. I don't think you were trying to have specific hard edges so all right let me think about how i would do this so you've got your grasses down here and they're okay you want to be careful though that they're uh, it, it looks more like a fantasy than an actual painting and that's fine so maybe that's exactly what you want down here and that's okay but like if i wanted to have more of a grass look to it or some other kind of um some other kind of landscape i would try to not have it all be because they all look like a kind of cone up and spread out that's what so i don't know where this place is and that's why i'm trying to figure it out but i I don't know where it is so and then with these clouds if that was your goal you did a great job but if you wanted to have soft streaks of clouds in the sky then You could have applied your initial wash and then come back in with another color on top. In fact, I'm thinking I could actually, let me find something here, and I'll see if I can just show you.
3: Okay, going back into these. And...
0: Maybe let me see what I have that is. It doesn't have to be exact, but I'm thinking semi, semi, semi. Well, I'll use this one. All right. So I think that this would be helpful for you. So I want to remember where I'm at, and then we'll go ahead and go to our, I have to find my little tools to get to the right place. And then you'll see my water bottle and all my fun stuff. Let's see. If I can change it to that. All right. Okay. So we move all my junk and get the camera in the good spot. See, as you can tell, I always have the good side showing you. <laughs> I'm going to try to sweep all this stuff over, and I'm not going to be using student quality like that because there's not enough pigment in there, and that's not what we want try to get that all ready for you and i want you to see my palette so i'm going to back this up a little bit okay that should be good enough try for for it not be uh, not to be bouncing around so let's say i have this and our paper is going to curl so if when you're using arches it will so what you could do is spray the back or you just apply water if you want, let's, I'll just show you a little spray, if I can find my little bottle. So just spray it like that. And this goes for Chela, because she'll need that in anybody in the desert. Just get water on that if you want. And then bend it back. It'll lay flat. And then when, also, when you are uh, framing your painting, you'll want to do the same thing. Spray the back, lay it face down on a clean towel so you flatten the painting. Now, what I'm going to do is, let's see, do I have all these colors that I want? I'm going to get a little Windsor Violet Dioxin in here. Put that in the palette,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and let's see. Make sure that you can see what I'm doing. Let me go ahead and move something around here. Oops. Get all the tools. Now, if I was wise, what I would do is think about mixing my color first. So I'll go ahead and take a number 14 or 20 blend brush. And if I took a 20 brush, which is this one, and applied my color, it's gonna be a great big stroke. And if I take the 14, I'm going to have more controlled color. So let's go ahead, even if I mixed my color with the 20, that'll be fine. So let's go ahead, get that in here. I'm thinking I'm gonna take a little bit of my quinacridone magenta, which is dry right now. I've been playing with kids colors, so, you know, when I'm doing that with the kids, uh, I just, I just think it's so important for them to have some idea of what they can do with their own tools. So I'm taking the quinacridone magenta and the Windsor Violet Dioxin. Okay, so I can do that, or maybe I'll take a little bit of French Ultramarine Blue. Maybe I'll think about that. I'll put that over on the, on the side there. So let's look at how much water I have. You can see that it's not really running, but there's quite a bit of water still in there. Look, I think that's good. Then I'm going to go ahead and have a light touch. I'm really loading my brush. Now, hopefully, the sizing hasn't broken down too much in this painting. I'm trying to be careful not to go over back and forth too much. But what I'm trying to do is get enough water on the surface. And that little towel isn't helping here. I'm going to let some of that extra water run off, and this is drying faster than I'd like. So, then what I could do is take a little spray bottle, even though I don't have any water in that, that doesn't help, and just go ahead and spray it. Even if I tilt it like that, the water can continue to run. Let's see if you can see what I'm doing there. You can see that dry spot down here then I don't necessarily want to take the 20. I'll take the 14 because I'll have more control over the amount of water that I have. And I'm thinking, if I don't, that is a little too much pigment. If I don't want it to just splay out on my painting, I'm going to have it be just a little drier, not really, really wet. all right and then i'm going to go ahead and let's see i'll just go ahead and add a little color there try to zoom it back over so you can see exactly what i'm doing i'm going to use the underlying color as my guide right now and here we have a big area so what i'm going to do is take my number 20 20 now because that's a bigger area you can see it's feathering and then i'm going to go ahead and maybe apply a few strokes here, but now I need to keep it moving. If I do anything else with it, it's going to go in a direction that I don't want. So I'm going to go ahead and try to let that extra run off. Touch it with my finger there so we can have that kind of effect there or if I want to soften it and change the feathering I'll just lift it up in another direction I'm looking for a paper towel here so I can clean off my surface so nothing blossoms back into the painting
3: okay so
0: so that would be basic but I'd have to babysit it now So since I can't babysit this and really watch it, what I'm going to do is try to keep it at a tilt, maybe even at an angle like that, so the color can continue, and the water can continue to run off the paper like that. So hopefully that helps. I'm gonna go ahead and put a piece of, or a a roll of paper towels right underneath that, let the extra water just run off.
1: Bridget, um, I didn't ask um, or you might have said this what white paper is this
0: Uh, uh, what I just did was on 300
1: Mm -hmm. okay it looked like 300 yeah
0: Yeah, that's I was just looking for a painting that I already had something um, done on and in fact I think that's a, a good for right on on that right now I'm just trying to think of anything else that I've got and course I'm always happy to do more but uh, let's take a look let's take a look where we left off and hopefully that helps with those type of clouds uh, you can let me know why don't you write in the chat box if that was helpful by having that amount of water and seeing what I I did oh thanks thanks Chayla thank you all right (laughs) <laughs> and then Susan said, it's reassuring to see that, that uh, my mine feathers too, oh yes, it does, all right, so then let's take a look at this one, now wh- this is beautiful, The so- it's just very soft, it has such a nice feeling to it, so this was very successful, nice light color, it almost gives me the feel of Uh, well, it gives everybody a different kind of feel, but more like a almost a wintry sky in a way. It's just beautiful. All right. So we had all of those, and we're actually right on the hour here. We are right on the hour, actually. I'm surprised. So before I maybe take a look at anything else, did anybody have another question that I can um, do for you before people have to leave? Anybody? You can unmute yourself, or you can go ahead and and Angela says she's looking at hers and wondering how you would finish it. Did you submit yours,
5: Angela? No, no. it's it, it's sitting here, but um, I have it, it in front of, of me. Now let's yeah. take a look at it. I don't. I think that's the bottom, and that's the top. Can
3: you see okay. it?
0: yeah and you know really that is a huge thing for taking on that size painting and i'm um like i said i'm trying to think of what i have i don't really have my big paintings out right now but so hold it up again let me take a look and i need you to talk so the focus goes to you okay
5: so when when i did it um my biggest concern was controlling the water because it was such a big piece and I had to put some, it's 300 pound, and I had to, um, you know, put enough water on it so I could move the pigment and I ended up with quite a lot of blooms. But um, I was using the blend brush and man, that brush holds so much water. (laughs) I was like, what? But I think what I've got to do is load, uh, get pigment, Tap out some and then go in. I think there's a step process of going in, going out. You know, okay. you know, getting going in and going out. But can I ask a little favor? Sure. I'm thinking um, yeah, I should uh, before I say sure. Let me yeah, see. Okay. No, it's just a it's just a quick little question. But um, today I was in my art class with Sterling Edwards. And oh, please I, say yeah. hello to him. I know, and he, he mentioned your name because we were talking about, um, you know, copyright of pictures. And, you know, you have a big issue with it and all, our, all great artists do because, you know, it's the highest form of a compliment for somebody to copy your work. Yeah, However, it's illegal. But <laughs> yeah. uh, what, as, 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 a, um, uh, as an amateur, as most of us are, um, the conceptual change from our photograph to a painting is the biggest stumbling block we have you can have technique on technique but if you don't know how to get to that next step like you look at the beautiful painting in the back and you've added that you know that striking background and you, you get soft shadows and everything but you you've made a conscious decision to choose those those, those colors and and put it all together and there's harmony and everything else. And you went from a photograph and turned it into a painting. And that's where I think most people would agree that we stumbled you say, oh that's such a nice little picture. How how could I paint that? And and steps on learning how to use watercolor to change a painting into a picture into a painting for an amateur is where we need a lot of help.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Well, I think what happens when we
0: start out, the, the, what we do is we really try to imitate exactly what we see. That's the normal right. thing. And then, uh, because we don't know, we just, we're right there where you're at. And actually what you, you had a, a fantastic question. So the colors that, like, I'm not sure what Sterling said, but I I would imagine for him, because for myself, it becomes an unconscious thing. and. You know, you're uh, like, when I'm in the studio, I will intuitively go to different colors. But when I teach workshops or do a demonstration, I have to stick to the colors that I've said I'm going to use. Yeah. And there is a shift of stop. So what we're doing in the course, actually, is even though I'm showing you the techniques, we're simplifying it you know we're super super simplifying it because i'm trying to get you away from focusing on the actual photograph we'll we'll in the next uh, couple demonstrations that are coming up you'll be able to see the photograph that i use which is a you know not a great photograph and if you have a, a crummy photograph it's actually kind of better because then you can't see all the detail and it, you focus on the essence of it. So now are you wondering about the copyright or how to make that
5: transfer? Well, you know, I got some great pictures in my, you know, uh, photo albums and stuff. But when I look at it, I'm thinking now, like, do I see like, would I start with ultramarine blue there? Like how do I transition to a, you know, a different color? And, and yes, I know you, you, you should make a little, color chart of like colors that you see in the picture i think it was Ann abcott once said that you take the picture and and that for me was a a great beginning of understanding how you see the pictures in a in a pic in a in a a photo you know actually this i wanted to
0: get to this today but i didn't think we would and i was i'm going to go ahead and show you something here and this is from one of our students in the class. And I wanted to do this. It's just time, you know, having enough time to do it. Let me see, there's somebody just chatted in here. Um, let's see. And then Trish, I'll be with you in just a second. So what I wanted to do, was actually do a demonstrate, because like, like I said, later on in the course here, you're gonna see how I, t- actually, Okay, I've got a couple things going on in my mind at the same time. So let's see if I can get to something. And uh, just hold on with me here. I think I can get over here. Good. All right. I'm going to stop sharing this one for a second. And I'm going to get into, I think this should work. Alright, so here we're in our atmospheric class, and let's go down to what we're going to get into is we've got the fog and value, the morning walk. Let's see if I can show you some of the reference photos. So that'll be a reference photo. And but this isn't necessarily what I was going to show you. And here's another reference photo. So you can see that they're not very good. And but what I wanted to show you here. Is how to use your own photographs. This is okay. coming up in the course, so that is one reason why I didn't know whether or not to open the whole co- course for you or let you work, you know, just in sections like that. Because, um, well,
5: I, I'm enjoying the progression. I like okay. I like you know completing a section and moving on because I think they're all cohesive. Right. you, know, you finish you. one and it's pertinent to the next one and the next one and the next one.
0: Okay, that thank you. That helps a lot. Well, so for this right here, this shows you how to look at some landscape photos and here how to look at an iPad and why you don't have this sooner is because I want you to be able to um, uh, I don't need to play it for you. So here you can kind of get an idea of how to look at some photographs, simplify it and then how to create that, uh, you know, how to transfer it. The other thing we will go is that we've got a student photo gallery here like here here's a photo okay i'm thrilled for this this is fantastic thank you thank you so you'll have these three coming up right here the student reference photo the stormy sky and a hill with a shadow and how to do a snow scene so you'll have four of them in the course of how to do this so this is a downloadable a photograph and this is from Michael Down Under. He's in, uh, I, I don't think it's New Zealand, but Australia. And I made a little video on how to look at it and then how to interpret it. And let's see if we can get to the final painting so you can get an idea. And so that would be the final painting there. And we have a little bit of a chat that just came in here. Um, thank you, Helen. I appreciate that too. So we have that and she she said that she likes the progression.
1: Yeah.
0: A, here we have like this is a photograph from another student like that. It, of course you can't see it very well because it's downloadable as a PDF form so that's why you have it like that. And then how to actually build your painting up and get something Let's see if we can get up to the end here. If you really want to. There but you go. Really. Ooh. We just need to capture the essence so that's the painting from the photograph and then even this one here actually this will show you sorry for all my back and forth here but that is going to be how to simplify a
5: photograph like this so you can see it well that is like a paycheck that's that's fantastic (laughs) that's what i want and then
0: this is a little snow scene which i actually posted on youtube Let's see, we can see some little sections of it in here. And the final one is, oops, I tried to stop it. So it shows you how to create a snow scene, and this was the photograph
3: that we used.
0: Hmm, okay, and I do really, I love the idea of what you're saying, and I'm thinking it would be interesting to do another course of of doing that. I'll consider that. I mean I'll definitely do it. I'll say I'll do it, but if I don't it's not gonna
5: be this year. Be no, up. no. But so. it's it's the conception of the you know, the mechanics of a painting that we as amateurs don't get. We just don't get it. Like, you know, and that just comes from your experience, I'm sure, but and your art knowledge, but you know, that's where we, we look at some go, Oh, that's really nice, but how do you do it?
0: Well, you know, your logical mind is getting in the way. It's, yes, of course. You know, you start overthinking it like um, you're just thinking a little too much. I think we've got a couple hands up. So let me see if I'm m- missing anybody. Angela and Sue, did you have a question? I, I'm looking at your hand and I don't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah, um, I do. Um... I've heard it said that it's easier instead of sometimes going to a big sheet of paper to um, going and trying to do a painting on a smaller section instead of the whole sheet, a smaller right. piece. Is that true?
0: Well, I, I did huge 40 by 60 paintings. And so they would, 40 by 60 and larger. So they would, Huge, and all mm-hmm. you do is mm-hmm. work in sections at a time. So for your painting, there exactly that. Mm-hmm. What you can do is like here we have this. Let's say mm-hmm. why why I have them this size. Oops, I'm trying to get back in here. Mm-hmm. Why I have them this size is because for one, it it's more manageable for students, and it also it fits better in the screen. So let's say this was a 40 by 60. So what I would do is mm-hmm. maybe paint with clean water to a section. Let's say the clean water goes to about here, from Mm
2: -hmm.
0: here to Mm -hmm. here. And Mm -hmm. then I'd have to wait for, get my color on, let it bleed, tilt the paper, it'll run down. The color will continue to migrate until the edge of the pigment line, of the water line. And so I need, that's why I need to extend that water out really far and then let that completely dry. And once that dries, then I'll come back in and um, do another section. In fact, I'm just wondering if that is possible to show you, like maybe show you on this. And Trish, I don't wanna forget you here. Did you wanna unmute yourself or do you wanna do it as a chat? You had a question?
3: Trish? Yeah, I have a question. Okay. So um, finally, yesterday I was able to see the last meeting and you were speaking about the difference in the new Arches paper. Uh, you,
0: and, uh, huh? oh, you know what? I, I still don't know. So, yeah?
3: Well, um, I had uh, recently purchased 25 sheets and I hadn't opened it because I had already some of it. And um, I did notice as soon as I pulled it out, it seemed more flexible. And uh, I have a different batch number than my old arches. Uh, my old batch was 244, and this one is 245. Yeah, that's what I had is 245, yes. and uh, it kind of like bubbled up more. I I I was in a hurry, so I threw a bunch of water at it, and it kind of bubbled a did lot you get more. Did that from Dick Flick? No, I've been buying. Uh, yes, I did actually. Yeah. Okay because what you would
0: wanted to see how that works for you because they're sending me new paper and I'm going to send this back. I thought the surface was interesting, but it's very flat.
3: Did you notice that it has yes, more? I noted right away. And, and the thing I did notice it seemed more flexible and usually I cannot bend a, a regular 300 pound and, and tear it. And this one, I bend it over easily you know, uh, went down the, uh, line with it and then I tore it and I've never done that before. I usually take a rotary cutter and do a light line and then bend it. Uh Uh-huh. And I have never broken that paper like that before. And it is, it is flat. It is, um, there is no resemblance between, um, either side of either, either batch paper.
0: You're right. You know what? That's what I, so I talked to the, um, product specialist at Dick Blick yesterday. And he said that he was not aware of any changes with Arches paper. And he said that, uh, you know, that happened a few years ago. And and he thought, uh, because he needs to know, because he's in contact with the actual people that really need to know that. And he said that would be crazy for them to make a change because they know what works, so. Well,
3: it is different, I've never been able to fold the paper, split it and do what you do and just rip it. Yeah. I've never been able to do that before. And I'm not stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I guess we have the same batch number, the, yeah. the 245.
0: The problem with that 245 is when I tried to go ahead and apply the water, I was doing this down in Arizona, I could not get what I'm used to. So that mm-hmm. made it really hard for me to um to show yes. uh, showing everybody, oh, this is what you're gonna do. And they all had normal paper and I didn't right.
3: so I tried to do that just before uh you started. That's one reason I was like, Plus we had a fire alert just before, so too. Oh so. how are
0: you doing down there?
3: Uh well the fire that fire happens to be in uh, the Fallbrook area on the I 15. I live in Nesconito off the I 15 near the turn off to the wild animal park. And there's a ton of smoke, and um, we've, we've had to evacuate mm. over the years. And, um, you know, we've never, we actually lived near a staging area for the last big fire, so we got pretty protected. But I, we've had to go away a few times. It's bad. I'm so sorry. We started real the... windy, real windy today, and and it hadn't been that bad until today. So, well, you are in my
0: thoughts. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everything will be okay. You yeah, know, I just feel bad
3: for everybody. I know.
0: You know, I was thinking about that too because I did something for the Northern California fire. Department.
3: I know you didn't bless your heart for that.
0: So, well, I'm thinking I should do something down there too. I, I I'm not thinking about. Um, I'm not thinking about creating, uh, really marketing the next class just yet, but I'll keep that in mind for that. So there was also something I was uh, thinking about. I wanted to show you because we were talking about, um, where did she go? And I can't remember. The last person we were just talking to, who was that? Was that, oh, Angela. Okay, so Angela, I'm going to. Uh, take a look here, and uh, I'm going to unmute you uh, if you're okay, Trish. Are you, uh, are you okay for a second for me to move on?
3: Oh, I'm fine. I just wanted to know if we had the same batch because I found it. Yeah, yep, unfortunately,
0: <laughs> yeah Unfortunately, yeah contact and ask to exchange it Yeah, you can but also talk to the product of uh, the product person because they need to know because he is not aware of any changes and maybe there's somebody else, but tell them that I called. Like they don't, I'm sure they don't know who I am compared mm-hmm. to all their people there. But um, because I, you know, I never talked to them. But uh, anyway, give them a call.
1: So well, they mostly, do know who you are because I've told them and talked to some of the, <laughs> the leads and supervisors. They know who you are. They've looked <laughs> at your stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god well thank you thank you you're okay. welcome what i was gonna uh i already did this on the last one but what i was thinking about is if i could all right so let's say you've got a larger you know i'm thinking what about if i wanted to control like you we've got you've got a larger uh and Ange- i think it was angela there that you've got a larger piece of painting. yes yes it is okay so half sheet half sheet or actually this might be a little easier to show you on that so let's say i have this so i'm going to go ahead with my water and then i would go ahead and i still a lot of times might apply water over the whole thing to keep a consistency to it because if i Add any color here; it's going to run out to the pigment line. But since you're working on a whole sheet, you don't necessarily have to do the whole paper. But you might bring it down. And as I get down here, I'm actually applying less water. If you, I don't know if you can, you definitely can't see that. Oh, let's see if I can mm-hmm. see the shine. But I can see the sheen. Okay. And can you see where I left it dry right there? So. But no. if I lift it up now, whatever pigments on the surface, if if it's going to lift, can run out to this edge, which is going to give me a line. So, so then what I would do is maybe tilt it back around like that, and then all that water is going to run down. So let's say, now you had a lot of yellow in yours, right?
5: Yeah, a fair bit, yeah.
0: All right, so I'm thinking, what about yellow? And the tricky one, too, is using Permanent Alizarin. Now, I like it, but it really depends on the blend that people have or the the brand. So let's see. I'm going to go ahead and just do basically, oh, what do I want to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Something like that. If I leave it alone like this, it's not going to look good at all. So I used a number twenty to do that. This is drawing faster than I'm working, so I'm going to go ahead. Maybe let's add a few more little clouds in there. And again, I'm going to lift it up, move it around. Now take my number twenty here, or thirty, sorry. And I'm just softening that out now. If I just do this, it's nothing's really happening, so I'm gonna to need to encourage it. What I could do is take my number 30 brush, and I could lift and add more water into some of those clouds. So what I'm trying to show you is things that you can do with it. Now let's say, I don't necessarily want all that sweeping color. Maybe what I'll do is, I I think I just did what I just told you not to do. Put a great big blob in the center there. And so I'm just gonna go ahead and play with this for a minute. Now the surface, can you see how it's drying? That's ideal. But we're going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and get a little dramatic. And I'm thinking, you know, this is what I'm thinking to myself. You know, you probably shouldn't do this right now. It's at the end of the day. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is I like that light, and I'm going to hold my paper. So I'm consciously tilting my paper so I can get that edge to move.
5: See, for you, that is so intuitive to well, do Well, it's that. just practice, just practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what did Sterling say about this? Well, we, we were, we, the big discussion today around the table was that, um, you know, th- th- that's what we want to learn. We want to learn how to turn, you know, ideas into paintings. And, you know, we, we all learn the technique, but it's, 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 maybe we should have techniques for learning um you know how to process the process of painting
0: you i know, like that.
5: to change it yeah i like that a lot see now what i'm thinking about this like, the other thing i do is i and
0: i know sterling does this too we see what is happening on our paper and we're not going to try to freak out and try to fix it we're going to work with it so, oh
5: sterling does nothing fast
0: yeah <laughs> he then he. Really, that's interesting, because uh, I think I'm, well, that's interesting. So when no, I'm, not
5: when he's painting. He's so, uh, okay, well, you know, we'll move that over there. And, <laughs> you know, well, So when I look at this here, I'm thinking that might
0: create some nice little rain effects, you know. And then what I would do is let this dry, and I could come back in and add a landscape. Now, the landscape that I might add, looking at this... And that's what's so wonderful about these is that I might go ahead and have a light value back here and then start it here. And then just basically Mm -hmm. you won't be able to see it through here because I'll use more
5: water and then continue it over there. Do you know what I'm saying? I didn't lose. Yeah. I just lost your audio feed at the
0: moment. Yeah. The internet's getting. Yeah,
5: I did too. Okay. So anyway,
0: just so you get an idea and it's beautiful thank you where's the workshop
5: that you're taking with Uh, i'm in bonita springs florida oh oh, are you okay yeah i hope you're gonna come back
0: well i haven't been asked so i liked it there all your little alligators and little golf carts (laughs) 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 so say hello to him for me i surely
2: will
5: and He, he has he held you in high regard
0: and i with him i admire him i he is such a gentleman i anyway i will just continue to just say how wonderful he is he really is and if anybody has a chance to take a workshop from him it would be a real treat so yeah. i should probably let everybody go it's 4 24 uh, in my time pacific standard time so i am not sure if we will meet next week i um because I I know with the holidays coming up, I don't know how. Why don't you chat me here and tell me, what do you think with the holidays? Is it better to have a meeting or just um, maybe I was going to hold off until the 20th or 21st, somewhere in there. At least I, I was thinking about it.
5: So your feedback would be really important to me. Well, I think maybe next week might be the better week. if in When we're in the 20s of December, that's really close to Christmas.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, it really depends also on what's submitted. And I'll keep in mind what you suggested. And I'll also, because I really wanted to do one, actually, I did a couple things over here. And I'm, I'm obviously in the... I'm not really in the Christmas mode, but I'm actually in the Teaching Kids Christmas Painting, and this one was just how to do very simple tree. Do you like that? Oh, yeah, that's a beauty. Love it. Okay, so then this one was, I took one of the, um, trying to hold it up for you there, I took one of the photos that was in our reference bank, Yeah, I I think it's my photo. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's the (laughs) Danani Golf Course. Is it? Okay. Well, I filmed it. And so I I thought, I don't know if they're going to like that. So if you like that, you know, that was awesome. Love that. Okay. And so then I did this one for kids because you can see the difference in the color. Now, and I don't know if the kids would like it. It's still... What do you think kids or adults? you can see the difference in the color, Which one do you think?
5: Well, both that, that, yeah <laughs> okay, I mean, for, for the so, kids, they probably go for the color.
0: yeah, mm-hmm. well, I have the other anyway, so that's it, so great, if you're liking that, and I'll probably do both. I will do both so yeah, uh,
1: either one
0: <laughs> so I am just my I'm so inspired <clears throat> to do this for the kids right now, and good for you, yeah, I just like. I just have kind of exploded with ideas and but I do like this idea and I really like your idea of doing a course more on uh, working with people taking I like the idea of taking your photos and and seeing what you're doing with them so you know what I think that might be like a level 2 you know in what we're doing now take don't you think that would be interesting
5: to angela oh, or I'm anybody sure. else I think we would all love to, you know, get to level two.
0: (laughs) But turning your own painting, my concern on teaching a class like that, that's why I didn't do the composition class as interactive. I thought, how am I going to control that? You know, how am I going to work with it? So that's why I didn't do that. But, um let's think about that part for the holidays. I mean, after the holidays for next year, but we'll just work what we with what we have and I'll get this one together and we'll discuss this in the next meeting. Nice. How do you like that? I'm making all these commitments and I'm like, I don't know because I never know what's happening with my grandkids and stuff. So, all right. So this is going to be our goal. We're going to do that in the next meeting. Do you want, you know what, maybe, um, should I do this and send it to you and see if you can do it by the next meeting? I don't think that's a good idea. What do you think? It's really- well I
5: have the original photo so I could just try myself. I mean, and I did put it up on that thing to be shared and I you know give my permission to have it used, but when I put it there. But yeah, like anybody can go well, find that on It's the thing. It's the
0: appropriate time to do this right now with winter. So, yeah. well, let's so I'll work on this and I'll try to have this ready for next week. Okay. And then I'll try to get this to you and then we'll, don't worry, I'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. I'm glad that it's yours. And we were just talking about this. That's so exciting. That's so... So funny. <laughs> I love it. And then uh, Sue, your hand is up. Did you have any questions? Nope and anybody Um,
1: not really i was just saying neither one and i just thought it was hilarious that it was angela's painting (laughs) perfect
0: that was amazing i love Mm -hmm. it love it Mm -hmm. so my goal was to do more of these kind of you know wintry scenes but um anyway i'll do what i can i'll do what i can there and i'm really excited about it and um Agnes no. the chat is not necessarily I think I can have it, but it's not saved with the video I'll think I'll see what I can do again another learning curve. I'll see what I can do with this All right, everyone. So here we are. It's going to be 430. I always say I'm going to stay to an hour I just can't help it. I always go over so I will shoot for next week and what I could do is put the time up and if you can be flexible with me and because my schedule might change. That's, that's always the tricky part, then. I think you'll all understand. All right, everyone, I will let you go. Until next time, and does anybody else have any last-minute questions? No? OK, all right.
1: Oh. Sort of, but I'm not going to do it now. Yes,
0: <laughs> oh, I, <have>, I <laughs> not need to do it. OK. OK. I have, I have a question um, for
1: okay. next
0: time. Right. OK, let's have, I'm sorry, who is this that's on the screen there? This is Helen.
5: Helen? For next time are we going to what what picture are we going to work on do we work on the next um, thing in the,
0: in the in the schedule just do what you're doing in the course because um, just let's see where where are you right now in the course Helen I- what I completed the Colorful Clouds, the ones that you just reviewed. Okay. So if you want the whole course open to you, uh, just let me know and I'll open it. Otherwise, the next section, it should be available to you or is about to be available to you. Okay. That's what we will discuss next week. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So we went up to Colorful Clouds right now. So the next section. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. And then we're also going to look at this. We're going to look at this and maybe some extras. Fun. At least that's my goal, if I can do it, if I'm going to have the time to do it. Good, so, good. Sounds okay. like fun. Oh, it is fun. It's great fun. I can't, I'm so excited for you. And thank, thank you, you, Angela. I think that is just the funniest thing. <laughs> then, Trish, I wish good. you all the best down there. That, you know, you're in my thoughts and be oh, safe. We're
3: gonna just keep Z-Z, alert, Z-Z, Probably yeah. not sleep tonight. <laughs> is it that close to you right now? No, it's not. But uh, other things are springing up around. the The wind's been really bad, so yeah. yeah. Somebody now, posted it up to on a Facebook. Of a mile from the house and still survived it. So it, mm. is that,
0: it, it isn't a mile from your house, right? No,
3: no, no, no. Last time when we evacuated, it, it was within a quarter mile of our house, but. They had the um, setup up for the fire department close to us and, and all the volunteers. So we were in a good place at that time.
0: You so. know, and I think of Southern California, I don't, I think of what's there to burn, you know, it's. Oh, there is plenty. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, no, that's it. The brush, it can burn. Okay, everyone. We've tried to comply, and, you know, with keeping things trimmed and safe things on the yard, so. We do the best we can.
0: Okay, everybody, I'm going to let you all go. Be safe and um, have a stress free uh, holiday season. Paint, mm. breathe, have fun. <laughs> Thank you. say hi to Sterling and give him a great big hug for me, okay? Sure, indeed.
3: And lots of kisses. I mean, like, you know, blow um, kisses. <laughs> we, we thanked him a lot last Ooh. time. Let me tell you, we'd see one buy him their lunch or something, you know? So. <laughs> the what? I'm sorry, Trish. What did you say? We we thanked him a lot last time. You see a fireman having lunch, you buy his lunch. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's So anyway. Bye-bye, ladies. Okay,
1: Thank bye, you. everyone. Happy painting. I'll ask it some other time, Bridget. Okay, good. Oh, okay. It's okay. Who was, who was that that had the question? Sue. Okay, and did
0: you? And have- it's
1: okay. I can't really think, I can't talk real well right now. So
0: okay, we'll maybe talk. I'll ask.
1: Okay. We'll, I'll do it some other time.
3: All right. Take care. Bye, everyone.